Hello, hello. Xin trở lại với tâm sự với tám với Amy uh, của Georgia Asian Times. Come back, welcome back with tâm sự với tám with Amy. We're powered by Georgia Asian Times. So we are still in January of 2024, and we are getting ready for all these Lunar New Year's festivals. Um, and in our Vietnamese communities, there will be four festivals. One in Morrow, February third and fourth, at the Morrow Center Exhibition Hall, and um, VAC GA, the Vietnamese Association Community of Georgia, February third and fourth at Plaza Las Americas at seven three three Pleasant Hill Road in Lilburn. So one in the north and one in the south on those two same days, um, and also on February third there will be a Hoi Chợ Tết Savannah. I do not know the location, so I can find out, um, and we will post it. Um, if anybody follow the George Asian Times or my page, we will make sure we post all that information. And last but not least, February eleventh at from ten a.m. to twelve a.m. Now day party from morning to night. Hoi Chợ Tết Atlanta at the Space Bar Room. 6100 Life Oak Parkway in Norcross. So that's enough for the third um, information. And I will say it again at the end. So if anybody anybody that didn't catch it, you can catch it at the end. So today we are back with our podcast and with another awesome um, guest that I have. And so we had the privilege to... Um, interview her last year, and she's a very close friend of mine. Somebody who I truly admire. And you know, they always say, "Oh, you know, you gotta look uh, up to your elder." But this is somebody who's much younger than me. But I just have so much respect for her, just the path that she chose to. And um, I, without further ado, I want to introduce Nurse Huynh Win. Oh, thank you so much, Amy, for having me. And I have to say that I was listening to Andrew's stories, and I have, he's very impressive for his age. I know. I mean, I wish I was that impressive at 20. 20, I was eating snacks. You're still eating snacks. I'm still eating snacks right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, this girl, I don't know how she get it, but she will eat and eat and eat, and she doesn't gain an ounce. Is that because from being a nurse or... You just maybe, know how maybe to. Maybe it's the Asians, you know, uh, genetics. Sometimes you know we don't we don't gain a lot of weight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so last year when we interview you, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of changes in your life, right? Um, and you were a mental health nurse, mm -hmm. and we loved your stories. So you've been sharing with me a lot about the changes. So tell us a little bit about that. So last year when we had our conversations, I was a nurse manager. Mm -hmm. So recently, I just have a lot of changes and a lot of, um, I want to move on from that right. to, to education, which always been my passions. Um, and I have been, and you know what's funny is, before I was about to graduate from my master, I met my old professor at Walmart. Oh, wow. Yeah, at Walmart. And this is two weeks before I graduate. Wow. And she say, honey, what do you want to do? And I say, you know, my passion is always in education. I don't see a lot of 
Asians educators, especially in a higher level um, in college. I never had a Vietnamese um, professor in nursing school before. So she was like, oh, why don't you come and work with me? I, I work at Clayton State University now. And she put me through all these connections. And, and you know what's funny is when I got interviewed there, all the psychiatric nursing professor happened to resign. So the spot would just happen to open up for me. Right, and the universe just say that this is what you need to do. That's how I feel like it because um, I also had an opportunity to move up in my management career at the hospital, which is to be a nurse executive. So that is me, you second in line at the hospital. But I feel that it would be, um, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of pressure. And even though, and I had a conversation with you, what I should do, even mm-hmm. though like as an executive, that just sounds so um, powerful. powerful. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it comes with the money. Right. And with an educator, that money is, is not as comparable to when you do management. Right. But so, uh-huh. you know how in our Vietnamese cultures, like, giống như người Việt Nam là thích có why, có we, có tiền. Yes. Nhưng mà em lại chọn đi một cái đường hướng khác luôn. You know, like, uh-huh. Vietnamese just love the power, the money, and, um, you know, being a nurse or doctors, lawyers, those are the parents' dreams. Right. So how did your parents, you know, how, how did you make these decisions to instead being an educator and how did your parents like, handle all that? I had a long conversations with my family and I, I talked to everybody mm-hmm. and, you know, for advice and that's including you too. And most people, I would say 90% of them say, why don't you be a nurse executive? Right. That's, that's so powerful. That's the money's there. You, 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 you were like the number one, well, number two person at the hospital. Um, And, and I was actually leaning on it because a lot of people want me to and depend on me to be the nurse exec- executive. So then they will move on to the next level with my support. But you told me to follow and do what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told my dad, I say, you know, daddy, I know that you want me to be successful. Mm-hmm. I know that you want me to make a lot of money. Um, but I think I want to take consider my mental health. I just want to let you know that that job is very stressful. Right. It's very stressful, and I don't think I'm capable of doing it at this moment, and it's not my passion to do so. Management is never what I want to do. Um, I told him that you see how much I work as a nurse manager. Even when I'm off, I'm still on my phone. I'm still worrying about if we have enough staff, if we have enough adequate staffing if we have um, support it it's come with a lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. and it's not that I can't do it it's just that I want to take into consideration my mental health which I'm always passionate about and I don't think a lot of Vietnamese people or Asians people in general take that into consideration you have to take time for yourself and, mm-hmm. and relax and don't pressure your children or pressure anybody into doing something that's too much for somebody. I mean, I know you're an only child, mm-hmm. so that has to be really, really hard for you because uh, there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on you. Like, at least, you know, if, if you have siblings, then, 
I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you're the black sheep or mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't follow the the norm. Then at least there's more. Yeah. So your your parents must be really like very open minded. Yeah. So when I talked to my dad about that, and he was like, you know what, I really do want you to be happy and do what you want. Mm-hmm. He was like, maybe it's less money, but if you say so, then then you know make your decisions because I asked him I say do you want to be physically tired or mentally tired because I gave him an example like when you physically tire you can go sleep mm-hmm. and go recover but when you mentally tired it's it'll, it's take more time to recover it's very hard it's draining it's very it's, mm-hmm. it's very draining it it really is and I remember so a couple of days ago you shared with me a little story of a student yeah a Vietnamese student yeah so tell us a little bit about that. So we were having class, mm-hmm. and at that time we were talking about how do your culture um, look at mental health or look at people with mental health disorder, and we would have our students from this different culture to talk about um, the aspects. And she, we asked her, and she was like, you know, in our Vietnamese community, we don't talk about that. That's not something that we believe in. Um, and then she stopped at that and she started crying mm. and it was very, it, it take me back because I was like, wow, um, I, I like, are you okay? And what's going on? Why, why are you, you know, very emotional at this moment? She was like, um, my, some of my close family members, had, you know, had mental disorder and they recently passed wow. and then not a lot of my family believe in it. So, so it's just very emotional for me at that moment. So I told her, you know, I want to check up on you, make sure that you are okay. And if you need anything, just call me and we can have our conversations because I know how our parents can be, especially when you tell them, you know, mom, dad, I don't want to study anymore. I'm tired. Oh, why, why are you tired? I remember back then I used to walk in a lake to go to school or something like that. The story that, that you know, that we're telling um and what they don't understand is that we we have more options at currently right now and comparing like that I don't think is a good idea yeah so um so I know that your passion is in mental health and we have talked a lot about Mm -hmm. um you know the importance of getting help Mm -hmm. that you need we which are culture we tend to just kind of put it under the rug like let's not talk about it Mm -hmm. um and uh, what do you see any differences in being kind of projecting that onto others and to really understand for our community and really um expressing that the difference between you being in the hospital and in the classroom environment now the hospital um Again, the hospital is like the ra- last resort, mm-hmm. and and so I I may see more you know Vietnamese people at the hospital because some you know in our culture we don't go to the doctor like that unless right. something is is major major an emergency right now, um so that's the last resort and I see more patients at the hospital would take them longer to recover. Mm. Um, I feel like at the education level, I can reach out to them sooner, faster, and be like, right. maybe you need to go therapy, go mm-hmm. check up on yourself, and improve on your mental health. I know school is is everything right now, but take that moment 
to relax, to enjoy yourself, to think about yourself, right? So at the hospital, it's more of more in the fixing them stage. Exactly. And then at school, it's more preventative. Exactly, preventative. Tell them, like, go and do this first before you have to be in here. Right. So, I mean, you know, I know you grew up in the States. Mm-hmm. However, I, f- I still feel like you're very traditional as well. Mm-hmm. So being a traditional Vietnamese, we and you have mentioned this before, but I want to kind of dive in a little bit deeper on just being in the norm, keeping up with your friends, your family, and being a nurse, it's just more glamorous, more, you know, um, more respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, not that people don't respect teachers. I mean, my brother is a teacher, <laughs> so, you know, I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, but as far as when they look at you and they always say, oh, cái thằng nhỏ này nó là, uh, nó là y tá, nó là bác sĩ. Nhưng mà đâu có ai nói là, oh, nó là thầy giáo. Because they always look down on being a teacher. So how do you handle that? Because I know you have a very uh, big, you know, um, friends at Vietnamese and you're also involved in the community. And yeah. people will look at that and yeah. will, will look at you and say those things. Well, for me, mm-hmm. I will definitely put that aside because they're not living my life. Yeah. And they can't make the decision for me. Mm-hmm. And they don't know my true passions, like I say, is in education. So, yes, I definitely have more respect as a nurse, as an executive. I go from knowing everything that I do to know nothing right now. So, I'm, right. I'm starting. Oh, yeah, that, that is uh-huh. scary. That's right. very scary. Uh-huh. So, I go from like, oh, I know everything at the hospital. I know ABC. I know everybody at the hospital. Mm-hmm. To I don't know a single person. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. So, that's ca- very scary for me. So I'm learning at the bottom again, but I know that I can't climb to the top again. Right. Yeah, that 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 is a little scary mm-hmm. to kind of walk work your way up already and mm-hmm. you were at one at the top like you said mm-hmm. like you know you would be the top two people mm-hmm. in the hospital to now learning everything over again. Mm-hmm. But I think I remember talking to you and you told me like you know new beginning is good. Right. What doing what is good for you is Good to have a good start, mm-hmm. a new, fresh beginning. Right. And even though people may not think it's the right decisions for you at this moment, but you just got to prove to them that I did what is right for me at right. that moment. And that really go right well into what you're passionate about mm-hmm. is mental health. Right. And you can inspire so many young people. And, I mean, just from the story of your student, you know, yeah. being – you know, having someone to talk to and and you can't get that at the hospital because, like mm-hmm. you said, they only reach to a really major, like, mm-hmm. the breaking point. Exactly. So it's more of being, you know, in the preventative. And I really love that, you know, you're so young, not even 30, in your 20s, <laughs> and you, you're, you're a professor at um, – tell us – like your title in the school you're teaching at? Yeah, so I'm an assistant professor at Clayton State University. Um, the nursing program, my specialty is psychiatric nursing. Wow. So later on, may I think I will have the privilege to teach the graduate program and to do um, psychiatric NP. Wow. So I'm going to go for my PhD wow. and my doctorate. And then, you know, in the future... 
And we can call you Dr. Wen. And you can call me Dr. Wen. <laughs> that's that's really awesome. Um, you know, I, I I think the time is almost up. And I thank you so much for talking to us. And I think what I've learned um, in life in general, and this is a good reminder for me, is sometimes you got to do what's best for you, for your mental health, because physically tired mm-hmm. is way better than mentally better. tired yes because like we say you can take a break go eat a snack mm-hmm. like i've seen her do 10 times a day <laughs> and you can take a nap yeah. you know mm-hmm. but you can't take a nap from your brain doesn't shut down no it doesn't yeah. mm-hmm. you know um and i think it's a really good reminder especially for me because i'm the person that i like to just mm-hmm. keep going 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 mm-hmm. but sometimes my mental health is more important exactly. than anything else so thank you for that and thank you so much for talking to us today and uh, we definitely wish you the best in the future professor win <laughs> and one day to become dr win and we're all really really proud of you i think you're probably the only vietnamese mental health nurse that i know mm-hmm. and uh, i think you know, your um, we loved your what you said at the summit last year. So hopefully we'll see you at this summit in yes. May. Yeah. Um, and uh, to wrap up today, remember your mental health is more important. Be happy with who you are, regardless of what people say. You have to live your life because you're the only one that living it. Mm-hmm. So um, Georgia Asian Time, thank you so much for having this podcast and platform for all of us to hear these stories these inspiring stories and hopefully can help other people that are going through the same thing um and inside of that we also have the 25 most influential asian americans um uh, powered by george asian times open the nominations open so you can go on gaasiantimes.com to nominate the person who you really think is making a difference in the community, being who they are, and making a huge impact that you would like to see them receiving one of the 25 most influential Asian Americans. And also, again, the New Year's, the Vietnamese New Year's is coming up, and we have four different um, New Year's festivals all around Georgia. So the first one is in Morrow, February 3rd and 4th at the Morrow Center Exhibition Hall, the Vietnamese Association Community of Georgia, Cộng đồng người Việt Quốc gia, February 3rd and 4th at the same day, on on those two same days, at the Plaza Las Americas at 733 Pleasant Hill Road in Lilburn. So... One down south, one up north. You can go to both, or you can go to whichever that's closest to you. And February 3rd, we also have Hojote in Savannah. um, And uh, LATEP also sponsored that. We don't know the location just yet, so we'll make the announcement. And then February 11th, we have Hojote Atlanta from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. LATEP will also sponsor that at 6100 Live Oak Parkway, Norcross. So we hope to see you at all these festivals. Have fun and, you know, just really enjoy our New Year's. And I wish you the very best this year, Huynh. 
and we hope to call you Dr. Wen <laughs> by the end of the year, and we will, you know, um, want to hear more of these stories about you as well. Thank you so much. And have a great, great weekend, everybody, and I hope you all have a great New Year's. <laughs>